O Passes to India, Chapter 29 The visit of the Lieutenant Governor of the province formed the next stage in the decomposition of the Marabar. Sir Gilbert, though not an enlightened man, held enlightened opinions. Exempted by a long career in the Secretariat from personal contact with the peoples of India, he was able to speak of them urbanely and to deplore racial prejudice. He applauded the outcome of the trial and congratulated Fielding on having taken the broad, the sensible, the only possible charitable view from the first. Speaking confidentially, he proceeded. Fielding deprecated confidences, but Sir Gilbert insisted on imparting them. The affair had been mishandled by certain of our friends up the hill, who did not realize that the hands of the clock moved forward, not back, etc., etc., one thing he could guarantee. The principal would receive a most cordial invitation to rejoin the club, and he begged May commanded him to accept. He returned to his Himalayan attitudes well satisfied. The amount of money Miss Quested would have to pay, the precise nature of what had happened in the caves, these were local details and did not concern him. Fielding found himself drawn more and more into Miss Quested's affair. The college remained closed and he ate and slept at Hamidullah's, so there was no reason he sh- she should not stop on if she wished. In her place, he would have cleared out sooner than submit to Ronnie's half-hearted and distracted civilities. But she was waiting for the hourglass of her sojourn to run through. A house to live in, a garden to walk in during the brief moment of the cool, that was all she asked, and he was able to provide it them. Disaster had shown her her limitations, and he realized now what a fine, loyal character she was. Her humility was touching. She never repined at getting the worst of both worlds. She regarded it as the due punishment of her stupidity. When he hinted to her that a personal apology to Aziz might be seemly, she said sadly, Of course, I ought to have thought of it myself. My instincts never helped me. Why didn't I rush up to him after the trial? Yes, of course I will write him an apology, but please will you dictate it? Between them they concocted a letter, sincere and full of moving phrases, but it was not moving as a letter. Shall I write another? she inquired. Nothing matters if I can undo the harm I have caused. I can do this right and that right, but when the two are put together, they come wrong. That's the defect of my character. I have never realized it until now. I thought that if I was just and asked questions, I would come through every difficulty. He replied, Our letter is a failure for a simple reason, which we had better face. You have no real affection for Aziz or Indians generally. She assented. The first time I saw you, you were wanting to see India, not Indians, and it occurred to me, ah, that won't take us far. Indians knows whether they are liked or not, 
they cannot be fooled here justice never satisfies them and that is why the british empire rests on sand then he she said do i like anyone though presumably she liked his look and he changed the subject for this side of her life did not concern him his indian friends were on the other hand a bit above themselves victory which would have made the english sanctimonious made them aggressive they wanted to develop an offen- offensive and tried to do so by discovering new grievances and wrongs many of which had no existence they suffered from the usual disillusion that attends warfare the aims of battle and the fruits of conquest are never the same the latter have their value and only the saint rejects them but their hint of immortality vanishes as soon as they are held in hand although sir gilbert had been courteous almost obsequious the fabric he represented had in no wise bowed its head british officialism remained as all pervading and as unpleasant as the sun and what was next to be done against it was not very obvious even to mahmud ali loud talk and trivial lawlessness were attempted and behind them continued a genuine but vague desire for education mr fielding we must all be educated promptly aziz was friendly and domineering he wanted fielding to give in to the east as he called it and live in a condition of affectionate dependence upon it you can trust me cyril no question of that and fielding had no roots am- among his own people yet he really could not become a sort of muhammad latif when they argued about it something racial intruded not bitterly but inevitably like the color of their skins coffee color versus pink or gray and aziz would conclude can't you see that i am grateful to you for your help and want to reward you and the other would retort if you want to reward me let miss quested off being the insensitiveness about adela displeased him it would from every point of view be right to treat her generously and one day he had the notion of appealing to the memory of mrs moore aziz had his high and fantastic estimate of mrs moore her death had been a real grief to his warm heart he wept like a child and ordered his three children to weep also there was no doubt that he respected and loved her fielding's first attempt was a failure the reply was i see your trick i want revenge on them why should i be insulted and suffer and the contents of my pockets read and my wife's photograph taken to the police station also i want the money to educate my little boys as i explained to her but he began to weaken and fielding was not ashamed to practice a little necromancy whenever the question of compensation came up he introduced the dead woman's name just as other propagandist invented her a tomb so did he raise a questionable image of her in the heart of aziz seeing nothing that he believed to be untrue but producing something that was probably far from the truth aziz yelled it suddenly 
he felt it was mrs moore's wish that he should spare the woman who was about to marry her son and that it was the only honor he could pay her and he renounced with a passionate and beautiful outburst the whole of the compensation money claiming only cost it was fine of him and as he foresaw it won him no credit with the english they still believed he was guilty they believed it to the end of the their careers and retired anglo indians in tunbridge wells or cheltenham still murmured to each other that marabar case which broke down because the poor girl could not face giving her evidence that was another bad case when the affair was just officially ended ronnie who was about to be transferred to another part of the province approached fielding with his usual constraint and said i wish to thank you for the help you have given miss quested she will not of course trespass on your hospitality further she has a matter of fact decided to return to england i have just arranged about her passage for her i understand she would like to see you i shall go round at once on reaching the college he found her in some upset he learned that the engagement had been broken by ronnie far wiser of him she said pathetically i ought to have spoken myself but i drifted on wondering what would happen i would willingly have done, gone on spoiling his life through inertia one has nothing to do one belongs nowhere and becomes a public nuisance without realizing it in order to reassure him she added i speak only of india i am not astray in england i fit in there no don't think i shall do harm in england when i am forced back there i shall settle down to some friends and in career i have sufficient money left to start myself and heaps of friends of my own type i shall be quite all right then sighing but oh the trouble i have brought on everyone here i can never get over it my carefulness as to whether we should marry or not and in the end ronnie and i part and aren't even sorry we ought never to have thought of marriage weren't you amazed when our engagement was originally announced not much at my age one's seldom amazed he said smiling marriage is too absurd in any case it begins and continues for such very slight reasons the social business props it up on one side and the theological business on the other but neither of them are marriage are they i have friends who can't remember why they married no more can their wives i suspect that it mostly happens haphazard though afterwards various noble reasons are invented about marriage i am cynical i'm not this false start has been all my own fault i was bringing to ronnie nothing that ought to be brought that was why he rejected me really i entered the cave thinking am i fond of him i have not yet told you that mr fielding i didn't feel justified tenderness respect personal intercourse i tried to make them take the place of i no longer want love he said supplying the word no more do i my experiences have have cured me but i want others to want it but to go back to our first talk 
when you enter that cave who did follow you or did no one follow you can you now say i don't like it left in air let us call it the guide she said indifferently it will never be known it's as if i ran my finger along the polished wall in the dark and cannot get further i am up against something and so are you mrs moore she did know how could she have known what you don't telepathy possibly the word meagre word fell to the ground telepathy what an explanation better withdraw it and adela did so she was at the end of her spiritual tether and so was he were there worlds beyond which they could never touch or did all that is possible enter their consciousness they could not tell they only realized that their outlook was more or less similar and found in this a satisfaction perhaps life is a mystery not a muddle they could not tell perhaps the hundred indians which fuss and squabble so tiresomely are one and the universe they mirror is one they had not the apartest for judging write to me when you get to england i shall often you have been excessively kind now that i am going i realize it i wish i could do something for you in return but i see you have all you want I think so he replied after a pause I have never felt more happy and secure out here I really do get on with indians and they do trust me it's pleasant that I haven't had to resign my job it's pleasant to be praised by an lg until the next earthquake i remain as i am of course this death has been troubling me aziz was so fond of her too but it has made me remember that we must all die all these personal relations we try to live by are temporary i used to feel death selected people it is a notion one gets from novels because some of the characters are usually left talking at the end now death spares no one begins to be real don't let it become too real or you will die yourself that is the objection to mediating upon death we are subdued to what we work in i have left felt the same temptation and had to sheer off i want to go on living a bit so do i a friendliness as of two ops shaking hands was in the air man and woman were at the heights of their powers sensible honest even subtle they spoke the same language and held the same opinions and the variety of age and sex did not divide them yet they were dissatisfied when they agreed i want to go on living a bit or i don't believe in god the words were followed by a curious backwash as they as though the universe had displaced itself to fill up a tiny void or as though they had seen their own gestures from an immense height duops talking shaking hands and assuring each other that they stood on the same footing of insight they did not think they were wrong because as soon as honest people think they were wrong instability sets up not for them was an infinite goal behind the stars and they never sought it but wistfulness descended on them now as on other occasions 
the shadow of the shadow of a dream fell over their clear-cut interest and objects never seen again seemed messages from another world and i do like you so very much if i may say so he affirmed i am glad for i like you let's meet again we will in england if i ever take home leave but i suppose you are not likely to do that yet quite a chance i have a scheme on now as a matter of fact oh that would be very nice so it pretered out Ten days later, Adela went off by the same route as her dead friend. The final beat up for before the monsoon had come. The country was stricken and blurred. Its houses, trees, fields were all modeled out of the same brown paste, and the sea at Bombay slid about like broth against the quays. Her last Indian adventure was with Antony, who followed her onto the boat and tried to blackmail her. She had been Mr. Fielding's mistress, Antony said. Perhaps Antony was discontented with his tip. She rang the cabin bell and had him turned out, but his statement created rather a scandal, and people did not speak to her much during the first part of the voyage. Through the Indian Ocean and the Red Sea, she was let, left to herself and to the dregs of Chandrapur. With Egypt, the atmosphere altered. The clean sands heaped on each side of the canal seemed to wipe off everything that was difficult and equivocal, and even Port said looked pure and charming in the light of a rose-gray morning. She went on shore there with an American missionary. They walked out to the Lesseps statue. They drank the tonic air of the Levant. To what duties, Miss Quested, are you returning in your own country after your taste of the tropics? The missionary asked. Observe, I don't say to what do you turn, but to what do you return? Every life ought to contain both a turn and a return. This celebrated pioneer will make my question clear he turns to the east he his hands he turns to the east he returns to the west you can see it from the cute position of his hands one of which holds a string of sausages the missionary looked at her humorously in order to cover the emptiness of his hand he had no idea what he meant by turn and return, but he often used words in pairs for the sake of moral brightness. I see, she replied, suddenly in the Mediterranean clarity she had seen. Her first duty on returning to England was to look up those other children of Mrs. Moore, Ralph and Stella. Then she would turn to her profession. Mrs. Moore had tended to keep the products of her two marriages apart, and Adela had not come across the younger branch so far.